Amir Sain, a woman who believes that when we build, we win. I've built a career around connecting with women who are slaying the business world as we know it. The Brunch and Slay podcast is the ultimate blueprint for women in business. Each episode is full of inspiration and guidance from disruptors all around the world, sharing the highs and lows on the road to slay them. Join us as we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. Welcome back to the show. It is February and I thought in the spirit of the new millennium, no, <laughs> millennium, y'all, y'all know I have been sleeping and I've been eating and obviously I am out of sorts. <laughs> it is not a new millennium, it's a new decade, second year in 2021. And I want to do things that I've never done. And in an effort to constantly share what I'm slaying or what I'm trying to slay, let's fix that, what I'm trying to slay. I thought I'd do something different this February because I love love. I really do. I love love. I love life. And most of all, I love my boo. There's always someone special that will always have your heart. And my special someone's name is Chad Mm -hmm. Antoine. No, Chadwick Antoine saying he is going to kill me for saying his whole government name. But that's what I do because I love him. And I have him here on the show. So I am making him get uncomfortable because he loves me enough to do it. And I thought I would share some of the things Uh, about our relationship, right? Because I know I love hearing from other couples and what they're, what they've learned and how they are navigating the world and their love. And so I thought I'd do a couple of episodes this month with my love to give you guys an idea of our story because he's such a supportive guy. You guys never see him or hear anything from him. And just to talk about the thing that we call love. So help me welcome to the show, my love, Mr. Chad saying, Hey, Chad. Hey, how, how you doing there? Brunch of Slay world. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was calling me Brunch of Slay for a second. I'm like, really? Is that what we're doing? No, not at all. Uh, I'm just happy to be here, actually. You know, I've uh, listened to so many episodes, you know, editing and also to just, you know, soaking up, you know, just the great women you've had and some of the guys too you've had on the show. So uh, definitely it's a pleasure to be here. Um, Weird, actually, too, because, you know, I'm I'm not so talkative. So but, (laughs) you know, I'm happy, like I said, to be here and share, you know, our story and and what we do. Yeah. Thank you, boo. Thank you for being here. Okay, so. I thought that it'd be fun to kind of walk y'all through the journey, right? So this first episode with Chad and I is about when do you know, right? And a little bit about our backstory and how we met. And I always kind of wanted to know, so I'm excited. I'm kind of being selfish. I'm having him on the show to answer questions for me that he never answers, right? He has amnesia about certain parts of our life. So this ought to be cool. So y'all fingers crossed he doesn't check out on me. So (laughs) let's take this thing back. So you, Chad and I, for those of you who don't know, we have been married for 14 years. Um, it'll be 15 this year. So we're, we're not even, not even 14 and a half yet. Right, so we're, we're an old married couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely an old married couple. Uh, we've been together since we were in our 20s, uh, met when we were 23 and 24 years old. We were not dating then, were we? No, we were not. <laughs> uh, well, yes, yeah, so that was, well, I mean, I guess 
Yeah, we both was a little out there, so. Oh, you gonna throw me under the bus? Okay, I was out there, y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. I was living my best life, okay? Chad was most certainly out there. I, I, I won't even, man. And don't, anybody who used to date him, this ain't about you, boo. So don't send me no messages. Don't get your feelings hurt, because that was a long time ago. Because <laughs> I will clap back for mine, okay? All right, so let's talk about that. Do you remember the first time you saw me? Uh. I, but actually, I remember the first time I saw you. Actually, I want to say I do recall like seeing you. You know, we we both were in the National Guard, so I do recall like seeing you at the unit. But I think I probably the first time I saw you though actually was like, uh, you know, I'm going way back. It was like Park Avenue. Oh, it's a club, y'all. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a club here. That's a club, an old so, club. It's it's back now, but it <laughs> went it went away a couple it is. times. It's back now. Yeah, really? it's gotta, another one. It's a different location. Oh man, yeah. I gotta go then. I might have to go check that out. But no. Uh, yeah, I think that was the first time I was. I definitely recall that. That was like uh, first time I. Yes. Um, I mean, I want to know more about this Park Avenue experience. Well, I mean, the Park Avenue experience for me. I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, I just saw you. That was it. I was like, oh yeah, she's from you, and I remember her. Okay, all right, and you know, uh, you didn't have your your drill uniform on, so it was, you know. It was, <laughs> that's that's my camouflage for y'all who don't speak military. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my camouflage in army boots. You didn't I saw your, your I was BDUs. working. You didn't I, have the BDUs on. Yeah. I was working with a little something. I was passing my, so my PT remember, test. I'm trying to remember though if you were with KK or not, uh, which is another friend. I'm trying to remember if you were with her probably uh, during that time. So, but that's uh, I mean that's what I remember. But you know then I wasn't you know I definitely wasn't. Um, um, Looking for love in all the right places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, must I, you know, then I, I think fashion wasn't necessarily um, uh, a forte of mine back then. I was, I probably was a guy that, you know, had on a, you know, a, some sunglasses at nighttime. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there, y'all. Yeah, probably some sunglasses, probably, you know, a, a church shirt, you know. <laughs> I just wasn't, you know, it, it was, yeah, it, it was grown, you know, uh, what do you call it? adulting was kind of new to me at that time. So when we were young. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So you weren't, so are you saying that I might not have, you know, been attracted to your fly back then? I'm, I'm pretty certain you wouldn't have been attracted <laughs> to my fly, but also I don't, you know, I, I wasn't confident enough in my fly at that time anyway to, to, <laughs> to, to make that move anyway. So, yeah. Oh, so when you first saw me, you wanted to make a move? Is that what you're saying? Were you interested? No. Uh, yeah, I was interested. Yes, definitely. I, I wanted to strike a conversation. Yes. Wow, y'all. Okay, this is new. I'm blushing. Okay. So the first time I remember seeing Chad, uh, we were being deployed which means they called up our reserve unit and said, hey, this is the time for you to serve your country full time, not just one week in a month. So I was in a bad place mentally. <laughs> I was in a bad place, mad at the world, mad at George W. Bush uh, for getting me sent out and trying to figure out why he was messing up my plan because I had just graduated college and I had a, my first real job and I had wanted nothing to do with wearing a military uniform every day. And so I saw this dude, we were, like I said, 24. Uh, I'm gonna be real, real with y'all because that's what we do here. Uh, I, we were 24 and I see this nice looking fella ride up in this Land Rover. And I'm like, uh, I talking to my friend Jennifer at the time. I said, who is that? What does he do? He looks like he's our age. How can he afford that? What is, tell me about him. And she says, oh, we went to high school together. And that saying, girl, he never comes to drill. You've never seen him before. And I knew I'd never seen that. I swear I'd never seen this dude. And I'm like, I would have remembered him. I would have known that car, you know. So that's that's my first impression of my now husband. <laughs> All right, all right, everyone. Uh, let's go back. So, so drill. Um, 
I, I was present at drill. When? He is lying. No one believes that. He was a horrible soldier. I was going to no, tell you I was, uh, No, I was. Okay, it's a little different in the National Guard than it is in the uh, <laughs> in the real army. <laughs> These people don't care about what kind of soldier you were. All right. Okay. All right. He well, wasn't there, y'all. I, I am honorably discharged. <laughs> I have a... I have a DD two fourteen that says honorable. Yes, I have the I have the VA loans to prove that he's honorably discharged. Right, yes. I have the VA loans too. Yes, uh, yes, you know I don't mess with deadbeats. I'm just gonna tell y'all that I was I was young. Okay, let's talk about that time in your life. Yeah, I mean it was definitely a struggle to go because you know uh, so coming back from from basic training, so I was in. I guess our AIT, uh, the school that they don't. No one knows this lingo. You're oh yeah, you're right. So, so you got to speak English, man. Okay, so so for for the for the specialty that I went to the army uh, to uh, the skill set to acquire, um, it you know it was an extensive I guess schooling. So I was in I was in basic and then uh, AIT, which is uh, advanced. I think individual training. I See, look at him trying to show it. I don't even know. I don't uh, know what don't. it means. I just went. Anyway, yeah. So it's the schooling that, that you know, the, the specialty that I, I took took up. And so that class, you know, that was like nine months. It was a nine month deployment. So following basic, you did do nine months of schooling. So, you know, during that time, I mean, you know, nine months, you're actually truly, you know, mili- you're in the army for the most part. You know, you're getting up at 4 a.m., or once you're, you know, once you're in your class and, you know, the schedules kind of change a little bit, but you're actually, you're part of, of the, the army and you're indoctrinated fully into, you know, making sure your, your uniform is, is, you know, starched down and your boots are all shined up and your bed is made and, you know, you, you know, you're standing at attention and, you know, yelling out at ease when, you know, when, <laughs> <laughs> when when uh you know when your drill sergeant walks into the room so um it, you know like i said and and then there too you kind of you know you you build a camaraderie with the with with the other soldiers right who are who are also then going on their actual full deployments they're you know they're actually part of the you know they're going into you know stations in korea and germany so on and so forth so but anyway so uh long story short so when i get home uh, back to you know back to Dallas and I'm going over to the uh, um, going over to our our drill unit uh, to you know then, which is the base so yeah, if y'all base. where we're supposed to go once a month this is where they call it a drill okay y'all. yeah yeah they call it a drill unit so I go in the base and so we go there and it's like oh okay this month you'll count how many tent poles you got in <laughs> in the shed or you know this month let's go out there and make sure it's a lot of you know we got you know drip pans under all the you know all the the you know the uh, uh the humvees which are the hummers you know you gotta make sure all they all them have drip pans or go out there and make sure all the the deuces got chop blocks you know it's like a 25 ton <laughs> truck y'all. yeah so yeah it, just basically busy work yeah right? it's busy work and it's never anything at all associated with what it is i went to school for which was you know repair radios and you know set up communications equipment and you know all of our stuff is all you know outdated you know our stuff was like from you know, World War Two. No, actually, yeah, from Vietnam. Pretty much. You know, our stuff was from Vietnam, whereas you know, um, you know, armies. You know, they're working on Desert Storm stuff. You know, or after Desert Storm. You know. So basically, he didn't show up because it was boring, <laughs> and it it wasn't what he went to school for. Now, mind you, he could have transferred units. He could have done a lot of stuff, but I'm glad he didn't because I wouldn't have met my boo. So neither one of us were great soldiers. At least I showed up. I'm going to tell y'all that. However, so 
during that time in your life though, let's talk about where you were mentally, because I, I want to know for me, just at that time, I was 24 years old. I graduated college when I was 23. So I just probably been right at not even a whole year out of college <clears throat> because yeah. And then we get deployed. September 11 happened my senior year of college. So I knew that it was a strong possibility I was going to get deployed. I knew that from the day September 11th happened because they called me, told me don't leave and stand by. Right. Then we got, no, I didn't get that call. He probably didn't answer. <laughs> He didn't answer. Um, I didn't get that call. He didn't answer because he didn't come to drill. So they knew not to call Sane. And my name was Green at the time. And um, I'm 24. I'm living on my own. No, actually, I'm renting a room. I'm renting a room in a house with my big brother, my best friend from college, and my brother's friend who he worked with. And we all lived in a five-bedroom house. Uh, with his my brother's friend's daughter, we shared a bathroom, y'all. It's how bad. It's how little money I had. I drove a Toyota Tercel, okay. Uh, that my parents bought me. That was a if it was two thousand three, that car had to be a ninety three. So it was ten years old. It was well kept. I took care of my little stuff, and I didn't have anything. I had nothing. I was trying to find my way, and I felt like go, getting sent away in the middle of me trying to figure it out was the worst thing that could ever happen in my life. And then I show up after we've gone through all this process and then I see this dude in this car, we get on this bus, my mother's in the parking lot crying, my dad's upset, they're shipping us off. We don't know if we're gonna go to the desert or anything. And we know we're on our way to San Antonio to see what's what's next, right? Oh, well, we don't know we're actually the Fort Hood at the time, but uh, I, I'm trying to remember like what news I, we received that we weren't going to to the desert. We weren't going. Over. Not yet. We haven't got there yet. We I don't thought, get that until we were at Port Hood. I, no, I just knew that. I just, in my gut, something told me that it wasn't go. I wasn't going over there. I wasn't going to Afghanistan or Iraq. I knew that wasn't happening. Well, I'm glad he knew that. I just, I just knew it. I mean, I'm, I'm trying. I'm honestly, I'm trying to, I'm trying to picture like what, when was that moment that I knew that, or and or two, if someone had told me that. But at any rate, yeah. So, what were you doing in your life? Oh, uh, for me, I mean, I was you know working at a call center. I was supervisor, and you know, uh, actually, no, 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 no. I was, um, yeah, I was. I was. I was supervisor at the at the call center then, and so uh, I, I just you know, you know, our friend Jennifer, she called me, and like the first, I want to say the first time I like hung up, and then she called me back because like I couldn't believe. <laughs> Like uh, what? Uh, you know, um, you know. I just pretended like I didn't hear what I the news, right? So, so let me see because he's not telling this story. I got to help him out. So, our friend Jennifer is a real soldier. She's one of the people who actually cares, right? And, and she and she worked there at the at our on, unit at the unit on our on base. She was she was you know there you know during the week. You know, she had a nine to five there that you know. So she called me during that time, and I. I think I hung up the first time. Like he uh, did. Like I don't. She called him to tell him he was getting deployed, and he hung up the phone in her face. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the kind of soldier I was. Right. <laughs> so, so then the second time, you know, then it was. Uh, I think she called me. Then after that, then one of my uh, section sergeants, he then called me too to kind of give me that same news. And so, um, um, but actually, he ended up get he got deployed before us because I guess there were two teams. He went to like Fort Sam. Which is down in San Antonio. Yeah. So anyway, so <laughs> I'm so trying. Me <laughs> so me receiving that news. Right. Oh man, they want another, right? I yeah, mean, I'm just laughing because I'm I going. Just, I'm just going feel like you rushing me. Here. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah. So during that time, that's what I, you know. So for me to get that news, it was then all right. Let me square some things away. 
um, at the time, you know, me and my two of my best friends, we we had an apartment together. And, I mean, we was we was kicking it. We was we was out there. Uh, so it was, you know, <laughs> which best friends? Oh, it was Tori and Jason. You know, they was uh, we we had an apartment together, and um, yeah, that's when uh, I got the news. And so um, um, I think we had just moved to. I want to say we had. Uh, I can't remember the apartment. Don't worry about it. But, anyway. but at that point in your life, were you looking for love? Is oh. what I was trying to get at. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm but, trying to respect boundaries, y'all. So you weren't no, looking for love. No, I wasn't not at either. all. I was no, no love was the furthest thing from my mind at that time. It was just more so. All right, what are we gonna? You know, what's happening? Where am I going? Uh, and then to you know, I, I think you know, just knowing. I think like maybe once we got to 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 Fort Hood, I think then it started getting a little serious so love love came on the radar at fort hood no 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 not as far as oh if we just speak in love it was, you know of course once we were down in san antonio no for you in your life where were you looking for you weren't looking for love no not Me at either. all i wasn't looking for love i was just hey just going through going through the motions yeah really i definitely wasn't looking for love i was um looking to start my life i had this dream of the life i wanted to live I had done everything I was supposed to. I went to school. I went to the army to go to school. And now they wanted me to pay up. So I was pissed, right? And we go to a city and I know no one, but my one friend, Jennifer, and she knows all these guys because they all went to high school together. And I didn't want anything to do with any of them because they were guys, okay, in the <laughs> army. So I'm going to read between the lines. Let's just say that. They were out there living their best life with whoever would live it with them. <laughs> Well, and, I mean, we were having fun. It wasn't, yeah, just, I mean, it wasn't we, just him, you know, but Jennifer kind of said, hey, uh, this is how I remember my first real interaction with him. She came and said, hey, it's Saint's birthday. We had just got there. We got deployed. We got stationed in San Antonio uh, after after I finagled my way onto San Antonio. I wasn't supposed to be there. That's a whole nother episode. And she said, it's his birthday. We're going to go to dinner. I said, I'll go. Okay, cool. I need to get out. I want a drink. And then she said, okay, I got him a card and a gift. I was like, okay, good for you. And she said, sign it. I was like, for what? I don't know that dude. I'm going to dinner. I mean, I probably put in on his meal. That's about, that's enough. She's like, sign it, sign it. Just be nice. So I signed the card. We go to dinner. I'm not, I'm, he's still quiet, right? It's a table full of dudes. I don't know. And she knows him and I wasn't very comfortable. Do you remember that? Uh, yes, I do. But, um, yeah, it was still kind of quiet. I mean, I, it was all kind of new to me too, being just being away, you know, and, and not knowing the city, uh, and just kind of, you know, just hearing about San Antonio, but not and actually just just noticing uh, definitely was different than what you know we was accustomed to here in Dallas. So right, so we're in San Antonio and we're both dating other people, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. We were dating other people. We were friends. We became friends from his birthday dinner. I, I, I neglected to say that. So from that moment on, we were cool. We would go out yeah. uh, and shop together. We would, and this is not romantic, right? It right. wasn't romantic. Oh no, not at all. We no. would go, and it was because my our friend Jennifer kind of said, you know, we got to be family. We're all here. No one's with their family. We don't know if we're going to get called to the desert and we needed to have each other's back, which is true. Right. And so we just started hanging out as a group. And then if one of us was the other people were working, we still would hang out. Right. So uh, we would go to movies. We would go shopping. We would get lost. We went to the club together. Like we all went out. It was real family. Right. And we just hung out. It was just, yeah. We were so cool. As a matter of fact, uh, Chad literally would be dating people and flying them in. And I would pick up his hotties from the airport and drop them off at his, at his space, at his stop, place for him. Stop, stop. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's not do that. I did. No, let's not do that. But it's true. <laughs> 
I, I, yeah, I don't remember that. It's you don't hazy. remember that? It's That's hazy. hazy. Okay, it's it happened. Hazy. I got receipts. But we were cool. I was dating. He knew who I was dating at the time. Uh, different people. Like, we we were just, we were living our life. Right. Right? And then one day, I don't, I don't, honestly, for me, this is my moment. I don't know what his moment is. I'm going to let him tell me my, tell me my moment when I realized I kind of like saying. We went out. He called me. I was already out shopping. And he called me and said, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm out. I'm about to go have some lunch at Jason's Deli. And he said, oh, I'll come meet you. And he did. And we sat down and we ate. And I think he, I introduced him to some new potato there or some chili or something. Something he still eats to this day. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. It was, a, it was their chili. The chili, right? Yeah, it was their chili. It's the bomb. And um, we started talking. He's like, okay, let's go. I need to go shopping, too. So we, we jumped in one car. And we went shopping. Then that day turned from shopping to dinner, dinner to a movie. And we literally spent the entire day, like 12 or 14 hours together, nonstop. And we drive back to base. He drops me off. And I'm like, where's my car? I had had so much fun with saying that I forgot my car, y'all, at a shopping center somewhere in San Antonio. And I knew that I had to get out of that car and go go get away from him (laughs) because something was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) What was your moment that you thought it could be something? Uh, I'm trying to remember, like, um, I think I remember, I think we were getting ready to go. I mean, we were getting ready to leave. And uh, no, I, and I think we were doing laundry. Were you doing laundry? No, we went to like Denny's. Laundry, that was after laundry. Uh, after laundry, we went to Denny's. And I think then after that, yeah, it was, well, I, I'm not, no, I'm sorry. At least I felt definitely the connection was, was stronger then. Uh, and I think I was in Dallas actually, and I can't, I drove in and I think we ended up going, did we go to the movies? No, we did not. You're going to tell the story. See, now he has amnesia, y'all. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, okay, so it, we were about to be sent home. Yeah, we, we, we had been there for a year. Right. And I said, I want everybody to get together one last time before we leave because we'd had a really great time getting to know each other's friends. And we were all in our early 20s. But I was know? getting back late. You weren't supposed to. We had plans to go to the movies one last time right. to kind of piggyback on that day that we got lost and right. I left my car. I thought this we were going to see, you know, we we're going to hang out. Chad kept calling me saying he was going to be later and later and later and later. I'm trying to remember what kept you me here. You were with Uncle Butch. You were at his house. No, something else though. Something happened. Though. Probably some girl. Who knows? No, no. <laughs> but he kept calling in later and later. And by the time he got back to town, it was so late. No movies were open. I was just doing my last of my laundry before we That's moved away. Yeah. And he just, he said, I'll come meet you in the laundromat. And he did. And it was sweltering in there. And we stayed in that laundromat for like six hours. I did not have that much laundry to do y'all. Yeah, but it was hot. Oh man. But you know, I didn't, I didn't feel a thing. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I yeah, didn't, I can't see me blushing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't even know it was hot until he's like, hey, wait a minute. You know, it's two hours and went by, three hours and went by. And we're like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that happened. And then I go back to my room. I still wanted to talk to him, though. So I called him from my room. And I was like, you want to go get some breakfast? And so we went to Denny's. Yeah. And that was it, man. That's steak and eggs over, <laughs> over at Denny's. I swear, man. The steak, eggs, and french fries. Man, I, that was my that was my staple. And, um, yeah, we went over there and, and... That was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. We haven't left each other since. No, we haven't. We've been wow. connected. <laughs> yeah, we were connected. We had our first kiss that night, which was weird. It was weird. What do you yeah. think about our first kiss? Yeah, I think it was weird. You asked to kiss me. No, that is a lie straight from hell. No, I did not. <laughs> I wouldn't... First of all, I would never ask a dude to kiss him. I would just kiss him because that's how I roll, right? I'm about that life. like, can I kiss you? No. Okay, go ahead. He asked me, could he kiss me? You know what I said? <laughs> 
Yes, if you never ask me again. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I remember that moment. I know what I had on. I know what purse I was carrying. Yes. And we were in his room. Which I don't know why I was in there. Y'all. I'm gonna tell you the truth, but that's that's the story of us. Yeah, that's the story. Yep. yep, that's the story of us. And and so that was a beautiful time because we were leaving San Antonio, starting in a new city, and then we spent mm-hmm. once we got back uh, to Dallas, we spent a whole month together. We didn't go back to work. We st- we hung out every day for a month. Uh, and Chad said he wanted to mm-hmm. see. After that month was over, he told me I passed the test because he felt like mm-hmm. if you can't date somebody for a month without one without a fight then you can't be with him. Like, if we had a, had a fight with him, Oh, yeah. But, you know, it was like one of them young, I guess, pet peeves, you know, that you have. That he I must have fought, fought a lot in his past relationships. Yeah, I just didn't, yeah, I just felt like, you know, if, you know, you get through a certain, you know, get through a certain milestone, then all is, all is cool. Well, that was cool. But I, I mean, for me, so let's talk about this moment because I like to tell that story to people because neither one of us were looking for love. As a matter of fact, I had an apartment with my one of my best friends at the time, and we had the we had plans. We had plans to tear Dallas up like hot girl summer, right? It was it was supposed to go down. We had travel. We had all these things planned. And then I meet this dude, and I come back, and he basically moves in with me. And she wasn't feeling it, and she was not happy about our hot girl summer going oh, back. Man. I sure I sure <laughs> feel bad now. I didn't I did not know it was hot girl summer that. Oh, please. If I wanted to be a hot girl, you wouldn't stop me. I was just Oh, well, no. I, I, I mean, I know I wouldn't have stopped you, but at the same time, I, I ain't know, you know, cause such a riff. <laughs> well, who knew? We got over it. We got over it. Right. You know, love wins, you know. But in that time, neither one of us were looking. And I feel like I tell people all the time, I feel like he came to me because I surrendered. I had a series of horrible relationships before I met my husband, before I even became his friend. And... I really was guarded. I really didn't trust guys. I really had been lied to and humiliated one time too many. As a matter of fact, I got lied to and humiliated right before he and I dated in San Antonio. So I was really defensive and I just wasn't there. And then his friendship is what really like the person who he is made me drop all those guards. It was like he was just genuine when he was when even when we first started dating, when we moved back to Dallas, his thoughtfulness was not fake. It wasn't contrived. It was just like if he happened to be by my office, hey, I know you like this slush. He would bring me a slush or he would uh, type me these great. We would email each other all day long, you know, all day long. We would have these long ass emails. And it was just those little thoughtful things that made my guard go down because he was my friend. I didn't have secrets. I had met girls he dated he met guys i dated i've talked to him and asked for advice about dudes i was dating like it wasn't this he's trying to get with me give me advice thing or i'm trying to get with him it was truly 100 platonic more brunch and slay after this hey y'all this episode was brought to you by brunchandslay.com it's your one-stop platform that you can go to to inspire or be inspired get connected, and cultivate everything you need to live your best life. You know that I believe that no one can go through life without focusing on their health, their self, and their wealth to have the most unique experience while you're here on this planet. That's why I created brunchandslay.com so that we can shine a light on all those things and all the people who are helping us create a better world by increasing their knowledge on those things. Those folks you hear on the show every day. Head on over to brunchandslay.com and subscribe. And now back to brunch and slay. But yeah, I mean that I say that because I feel like we we were open and and I had a night with that same friend Jennifer where I was so sad and I wrote down a list of everything I wanted in a man because I was like I'm tired of being lied to and I and I wasn't looking for that man right then. I was okay with that man taking as long as he needed to get there. 
and I wrote down everything, everything I wanted from literally y'all, everything, even sex, because that's how I roll, right? With God. I'm not going to lie because God already knows who I am, right? So I wrote it down. We put it in a box. I dismissed it and I left it alone. And then literally within a month, maybe two, because I don't remember the timeline, but within that same 12 month period, this man became my friend and became my future husband. Well, I had, now that I didn't know. I didn't know about the box. Yeah. My prayer box. <laughs> my prayer box. Was I, what, did you pray for me? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all should have saw the look on his face. That was a hell no. He did not pray for me. He did not. Yes, he I did prayed not. for you. Yes, I did. I, I, I prayed that, you know, God would keep you safe. And No, I meant I, asking God for a good woman. Oh, did, no, you know? no, 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 no. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> So as we are, you know, I remember when we first started dating and we came back to Dallas, I was okay with us dating in San Antonio. But when we came back, I remember specifically telling, you know, I really don't think we should do this because I don't want to be, I'm not trying to just be some girl you dated from the unit or just somebody you're trying to get with, check, you know, to add to your list. I remember that. Do you remember me saying that? Yeah, I do. I remember. What did you say? I remember you saying like, it ain't like that. Really? <laughs> you say it ain't like that, y'all. Y'all. Right. I, swear he, I swear he is my husband. I swear this man say he loves me every day. I swear he does. I do. I do. You know, I, I remember you. saying it ain't like that. Yeah, I remember saying it. You know, I'm here to stay. Well, know? that's kind of something like that. He said something along those lines. I, well, okay. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't remember verbatim what I said, but but more or less though, that's where. It, but when you let's let's talk about that. So you said I'm here to stay. When you said that, let, please be honest. How here to stay were you? You weren't thinking marriage. You were thinking to summertime. Well, this no. Is December. No, not at all. I mean, I, I just, I mean, I was taking it every day. I mean, one day at a time. And each day, though, I, I mean, I couldn't be without you. So it was always, you know, like, all right, I'm here, there's where I'm going. I'm putting these miles, you know, on, on the G-Ride, you know. Uh, you know, I'm, that's where I'm staying. That's why I got my bags packed and, you know, I'm over there, you know, so. You know what? No matter what we doing, you know we we hanging out. We you know so it wasn't it wasn't forced. It wasn't like you know um um wasn't like oh man you know she she making me come over that night. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> it wasn't like you was on the phone you know giving me ultimatums either. Like you know, I mean if if you know if it came time that I was gonna go hang with my boys, that's what I did. I would still go hang. I mean just like you know with you you would go hang. It wasn't. It was never ever forced. It wasn't. Um, there was no jealous bones or, or any. You know, you know, looking at things side out, wanting to check phones and all that stuff. It was. I mean, it, it was always. There was a situation with a phone check-in, but that's another episode. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that, y'all. There was. There was some things that went down. I okay. I do not recall. Oh, see, this is why. No, but seriously, I. You made my you made my heart smile a little bit. He knew he wasn't going anywhere, right? So let me ask you this, because we were so very young. When I look at that now and I look at how much we were doing as far as twenty-five-year-olds and you know, paying bills and traveling and all the things you and I were doing. I mean, of course at the time I thought I was much older, but looking back now with our daughter, if she were doing the things we were doing, I would be like clutching my pearls, like, oh my gosh, she's so serious well, with this I mean, guy. I think to a degree too. I mean, our parents no, I don't know. I don't know if our parents may have done it or I mean, but then again, at the same time, though, we, you know, being that we had to leave the nest and our parents had just went through. I say leave the nest, but right. I'm, I'm referring to just us kind of getting deployed to begin with. Um, 
I think for them, them then seeing us kind of, I think probably put them at ease about the decisions we would make or that we were capable of making. So oh, maybe you're right. Yeah. Cause I, you know, it never once, never once did my mom, you know, have that, you know, have that talk or my dad say, Hey, you know what you're doing? Well, his mama liked me from day one. I'm just going to put that out there. We've been friends since day one. I love my mother in love. We are friends. We are family. She is my bonus mom for real, for real. So we don't have a problem. You're right. It was it, it was never that. It, you know, it wasn't like they were, you know, they questioned, questioned our, you know, my judgment or, or wanted to know, like, you know, hey, don't, you know, you sure just one or, you know, anything like that. It was never, it was never like that. So well, that is, that is definitely yeah, so, good to know. So, so with that said, though, I, I feel that, you know, I think if there ever came a time for Denver to get there to this point, you know, it's definitely it's going to be the conversation, you know, with the guy just to, hey, you know, do your best. Did my dad have a conversation with you? Oh, no, not, uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he, no, he didn't. But, you know, it, he's more of a, I think is more unspoken, you know, it's like unspoken respect than true than, than actual. Yeah. He, he's definitely, you know, he's definitely quiet. But you did ask, you did I, ask no, my dad. I, for oh, yeah, no, I did tell him. Yeah, I did ask for your hand. I didn't say, you know, I just didn't propose to you. And then all of a sudden you showed up. But no, I, I actually spoke to both of them, both your mom and your dad, just to, you know, that's the thing to do. So, OK, while we're talking about it. So, y'all, we dated about right at two years before we got engaged. Right. Yeah. And then I think we were we got married right before our third year anniversary, somewhere around there. Right. Somewhere. And I mean, I knew once we started dating, that was that was I was happy. Right. So I wasn't looking for other people. I wasn't still trying to hide or like I was done. Like we were living together pretty much from the time we came back from San Antonio to the time to today. Right. right? So uh, it was very fast in that retro in that in that perspective we we moved pretty quickly my parents did not know we lived together at all uh his mother told my mother inadvertently and then my mother charged me up about uh <laughs> shacking up and i was so embarrassed and that's a whole nother story too but when you got to the point okay now let's i'm gonna be real with y'all so i did not come to dallas or come back home looking for love but once i fell in love and we started living together i did have some rules as far as how long i would live with somebody who wouldn't commit to me because to me, marriage was a commitment. That's the, that's the commitment I always wanted. So at this age now, I probably would have done it differently as far as that. But I always was vocal about I'm not going to live with somebody for five, six, seven well, years. I don't, but I don't think, I mean, what, what would you do differently, though? Meaning I wouldn't have been, I would have been okay if we had been engaged longer. It didn't have to be, you know, uh, I didn't have to be, because there was no rush. Like we weren't trying to hurry up and have kids. We weren't trying to. Right. I could have been engaged for another two years and something like that. I, that would have been okay with me. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if it would have been okay with the person hmm. I was then. It's okay with the person <laughs> I am in hindsight looking back. How about that part? Hmm. But the ring would have gave him. <laughs> Once he gave me the ring, that would have brought him another year. I'm going to give you that another year, maybe two. Yeah. Well, no, I, the only reason I say that is because I, you know, I, you know, I think of my daughter, you know, our daughter, you know, I think of Denver, right. And mm-hmm. her being, you know, becoming an adult and then having to make those, you know, decisions and choices. And for me, I mean, you know, most definitely I, I want her to, you know, hold a guy to the fire too. I don't want to, I, I wanna, held you to the fire. Well, I, I don't, I, you know, I'm saying that as in giving them all to be like, Hey, this is, this is what I envision. Uh, if, you know, if you can't, you know, you can't step up to the plate, then you can't commit to me. Then, you know, be out. 
you know, because I, I have a life to live. So, Pretty much. Yeah. So, no, no. I, I mean, you know, I respected it and, and I stepped up. So, I mean, I expect the guy to step up to her, too. So, I mean, that's the reason I say that, I, you know, I I, you know, I, I want her to know that, you know, she's she's on the pedestal. And, you know, if a guy, you know, he if he think he's manly enough. You know, I don't want her to waste any time with, you know, no suckers, you know. So, yeah. No, I love that. I mean, for me, I, I, I remember having conversations about where are we going? We would always take these trips to go visit my family in Houston. And if we had a road trip on 45, you best believe we were talking about our future. That was some undivided attention time. And I always brought it up either on the way there or the way back. And he never ran from it. He never said, uh, I don't remember when we said, talk, talk seriously about marriage. I remember saying things like, where do you see this going? Do you see yourself with me in the future? And he, I was like, yeah, that's it. But I remember, uh, one trip down 45, John Legend had just come out and Ordinary People. And the I didn't even have the CD yet. And I remember him saying, I got the song I want you to hear. And he played it. And I was like, oh, this boy loved me. He want to marry me. I knew it. I knew it as soon as I heard him play Ordinary People. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, and his little TT driving down uh, 45. I was like, yeah, he's, he's, he wants to marry <laughs> He wanted me. You remember that? Yeah, I sure do. Yeah. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about, because I know, uh, I really just wanted them to, to know about this person who I love, who is my best friend, who is my, he's my person. He is my person. He's my rock. He know my secrets. He know how to wipe my tears. He, and I can be with him, I think truly because we were friends and because I didn't have to sugarcoat the ugly parts and he saw me go through some ugly stuff and he liked me anyway. And that never left. So when you knew that you were about to ask me to marry you, um, were you nervous about talking to my parents? Or when did you really 100% know that no matter what, I was going to be your wife? Like, when did you really, really, really know? No, I, I never was nervous. I never was nervous, uh, you know, approaching your parents or getting ready to talk to them. Um, you know, I, I didn't feel that they were going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like you sure you want to do that, Jed? You know, like no, um, um, you know they were they were happy, um, cause I, you know, plus two, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, we had already kind of, you know, kind of done the, I guess, the ceremonial. I, I say ceremonial, but uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I've hung out with the family, oh, right? Yeah. And we've yeah, done family trips and everything, so we kind of, you know, we kind of know each other. And plus two, I mean, I, you know, I, I just felt like I connected. You know, our families are kind of you know, one and the same a little bit, you know, as far as b being blended and whatnot. So I, that was never, uh, you know, there was never a, a you know, a time or, or, or issue that I had in which I doubted or was, was shaky on the decision. It went, it never was, you know, it's, it's always been unwavering. Like, you know, she was, you know, I, I was there and, you know, she wanted, you know, I say she wanted, but she, she challenged me and I was there. I was like, <laughs> all right, well, shoot, so I'm holding my chest out. So chinned up chest out. So, yeah. And we were the first of our friends to get married. Yeah, we sure were. <laughs> we were the first of our friends to get married and we moved away within four weeks. Yeah, within four weeks. And we were last to have a child. Last to have a child. <laughs> Cause we knew, we knew, right? We knew. And we were last to have a child. Last yep. to have a child. We were married eight years before we had a child. Right. We were let. Yep. We were let. We were, yep. First to get married, last to have a child. So. And I wouldn't change that. Yeah. Would you? Well, no. Well, like, would you have had her earlier? Oh shoot, no, 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 no. Um, I think you know, definitely. I feel that you know we made the right decision, and and honestly, I don't. You know, 
we couldn't have, you know, gotten a, you know, I guess a better deal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we just could. We weren't ready. Yeah, we couldn't have been dealt a better hand in that situation. So, um, um, yeah, so I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't change that. Yeah. I mean, so no matter where you are in this this month of love, I know Valentine's Day can be a real shitty month for a lot of people. I know I wasn't a bit, I'm still not that big of a fan of Valentine's Day, believe it or not. Um, I've never been a big fan because I always felt like no one should have to tell you to tell me you love me. I want to hear it just because you wake up and I made you smile and you thought about something I said last night before you went to sleep. And my husband kind of makes me stand. He holds my feet to the fire on that because, can I say this? His gift-giving skills on Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) In the beginning, like we would do these little small things and they were never like these grand gestures. That's just not who he is. And I say that because... You have, as a woman, right? You have these ideas of what you see. And I blame TV and media because they paint these pictures of these things that just don't happen in real life, right? These grand gestures, these night in the white hearts, this room full of roses. Most people can't afford that shit, right? And it just doesn't happen. And it was never that he didn't show up. It was never that he disappeared on Valentine's Day. My husband, my boo has always been there, whether it was taking Mm -hmm. me to lunch or rubbing my feet or running my bath water, whatever it was, he was always there. I used to be upset because it wasn't what was on TV or what I thought. And then I realized, number one, his birthday is two days after Valentine's Day. It's really not my holiday. It's his because it Mm -hmm. always falls on his birthday celebration. And when I realized that I was looking for something on a holiday that I got every day. And most women were just Mm -hmm. getting it on that one day. And that's why they had those roses Mm -hmm. on their desk for two weeks after Valentine's Day where I would go home and there was a bouquet Mm -hmm. always there on the bar. So I realized that I had to stop comparing my relationship to anybody's. And when I realized that, I was done. Like that was it for me. It was like, no one can touch this because they don't know what we have. And the fact that I can have a, I can sit here and say, this podcast exists because this man here said, I can do that. He started editing my episodes. He saved me money on outsourcing those things. He started staying up late and, and writing show notes and all these things that a lot of people just don't get. I'm giving you your flowers right now, oh, baby. Happy you. Valentine's Day. I love you so much. And I'm so thankful that God gave me you. And y'all, thank you for listening to our first love story of how we started. <laughs> and tune in next week to find out how it's going. Because <laughs> shit's been real. What do you think, babe? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I hope everyone tunes back in to hear us, uh, you know, recant. <laughs> recant our love. <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah. Um, definitely, you know, some in some of those early years, I, I'd rather not kind of say, you know, how uh, absent-minded I was, though, in my gift gift. <laughs> so... I'm, I'm a lot better, guys. I really am. A lot better. <laughs> Y'all can't see my side eye. Until next time, this is Virgin Slate.